When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Athletic. Hi Reds, James Pearce here, just finishing up at Anfield where it finished Liverpool 3, Nottingham Forest 0. Coming up, we'll bring you all the best post-match reaction with a hear the best bits from Jurgen Klopp's press conference and my colleague Andy Jones will drop by with his take as well. Mo Salah, squeeze through, Zabaslai, Nenia's there! Beautiful football from Liverpool! So it's all over here at Anfield and what an emphatic victory for Liverpool helping them back to within three points of Premier League leaders Tottenham. What a week it's been for the Reds on home turf. That Merseyside derby victory followed up by a demolition of Toulouse in the Europa League and then a really emphatic win over Forest. It, Liverpool were so dominant from start to finish. I mean, they, they, they barely got out of second gear and it you know you couldn't help but sit and watch that and think, you know, what... It kind of rammed home the transformation we've seen from from last season when you think back to that miserable day at the City ground when Liverpool lost to Forest, even at the back end of last season where they made really hard work of beating Forest 3-2 at Anfield. Um, you know, I think they were pegged back twice that day and, and finally got the job done, but it was a struggle. You know, Compare that to today where you know, 73% possession, eight shots on target to to one from Forrest very late on when the game was absolutely done and dusted. You know, Liverpool have kept successive clean sheets in the Premier League for the first time this season, really clicking as an attacking force and that balance in midfield looked absolutely ideal today. With I thought that was I thought Alexis McAllister probably his best performance for the club. Um of course you have to caveat it with the standard of the opposition, but I thought McAllister was excellent in that number six role, which, as we've talked about many times on the podcast so far this season, it's it doesn't come naturally to him. Um, but I thought he was very good. And Zabozlai, I mean, he's just every single week, he seems to just deliver an eight out of ten performance. And um, I was surprised that he hadn't had no assist to his name in a Liverpool shirt before today, but he's got two now. Um, he was excellent and Gravenberch, I thought, as well, also justified his inclusion. Um, so loads of positives. Uh, strange, really strange feeling around the game with, with obviously everything that's gone on with, with Luis Diaz. And, you know, I, I know Jurgen Klopp described it as the most difficult preparation he'd, he'd ever had for a, for a match in his managerial career because, um, you know, I think obviously all of it goes without saying, all of our thoughts are with Luis Diaz at the moment. You know, what, what a traumatic 24 hours it's been for him since he learned that his parents had had been kidnapped in in Colombia. Thankfully, his mother is safe. But as as we speak at the minute, his his the search for his dad is is ongoing. So he's certainly in our thoughts and prayers. And it was a lovely moment, lovely moment today after Jota opened the scoring when he ran to the bench and Adrian handed him Luis Diaz's number seven shirt and he held it up and everyone everyone inside Anfield applauded Diaz's. 
Diaz's shirt. And that goal dedicated to Luis Diaz. He was in everyone's thoughts because, you know, as Jota said himself afterwards in his interviews, he said, you know, we can't even begin to imagine what he must be going through. And Klopp said, you know, it's very difficult to to focus on a game when you've got something as something as big as that going on in the background. But he said he said to the players, we have to do this for Lucho. We fight for him. And Liverpool certainly produced a performance that the Colombian would have been proud of today. Yeah, the opening goal was was a beauty, really. McAllister winning the ball back, feeding it through to, to Salah. Hit Salah onto Nunes, shot, pushed out. There was Jota, right place, right time to, to slot home. The second one was was even better. So Bosley and Salah combining brilliantly to carve Forest open. Uh, and there was Nunes on hand to, to score from close range. And you could see what that meant to the, the big Uruguayan. And then, I mean, the second half was largely a non-event because you know, Liverpool just cruised. You know, probably the best, best description for it. Um, Forrest didn't really lay a glove on them. Never looked like seriously getting themselves back into the contest. And then the kid, a third goal, finally arrived with about 13 minutes to go. And again, you know, the vision and the execution from Zabozlai to, to launch that ball downfield, picking out Salah's run. It sparked complete and utter panic with, with Turner rushing out of his goal. The ball bounced over the hapless goalkeeper and there was Salah to accept the gift and, and knock the ball into an empty net. Summer's line, trying to set Salah away. Turner's a long way from his goal and he's being caught out. Mo Salah! That should do it for Liverpool. Just another day at the office for Mo Salah. Another big moment for the Egyptian becomes the only the becomes only the third Liverpool player in history to score in each of the club's opening five home league games of a season, following Harry Chambers in 1922 and John Aldridge in 1987. So, um, yeah, a thoroughly impressive day at the office for the Reds, who uh, that momentum just keeps on growing. For the latest subscription offers, head to theathletic.com forward slash Liverpool Pod. Well, here's what Jurgen Klopp made of the action. And first up, he was asked to give his assessment on what was an emphatic victory for the Reds. Well, the boys, after the game, the best thing you can say after a game like this is that we played really good and there's so much space for improvement. Still, that's, I think that's obvious as well. Um, the goals were fantastic. The patience we showed. The fluidity in a lot of moments, not in all, but in a lot of moments. Uh, the creativity, the togetherness in, in um, how we connected with each other was really good. The goals we scored, I'm not sure, 70-something 70, probably percent possession, didn't look at it. Um, but the first goal was a counter-attack, so really good. Um, that's what I do. The third goal was a counter-attack as well, by the way. Uh, and the second goal was a wonderful team play. So, yeah, good. Absolutely good. Well, Jurgen Klopp was then asked about how the club are supporting Luis Diaz during such a difficult time for the Colombian attacker. Question will come anyway, so I can give the answer immediately. Game preparation was the, 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 the most difficult I ever had in my life. Um, didn't expect that, was not prepared for it. Um, and uh, yeah, and it was. It, <laughs> I don't want to, make, want to make the game bigger than it was, but it was definitely, we tried to help Lucho um, with the fight we put in because obviously we want to help, we cannot really help. So the only thing we can do is fight for him and that's what the boys did. We heard last night late about it. Um, then we spoke to Lucho, want to go home, send people with him, have people there 
who take care. There's parts of families there as well, so that's why they want to be together, absolutely understandable. Um, then we got the news with the mom, which is fantastic. Um, and since then, nothing really. They did their own work and um, work on it, clearly. But it's quite some distance, and we are obviously not the first people who get informed, but we, we try um, to get knowledge of everything as much as we can. But we don't want to disturb uh, in any way. You know, not the important people there. Yeah, we just want to support. That's it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Walk On, your dedicated Liverpool podcast from The Athletic. Klopp was then asked about Diogo Jota's touching goal celebration when he ran to the bench, received that. Luis Diaz number seven shirt from Adrian and lifted it up as the whole of Anfield applauded. So how can you make a football game really important on a day like this? It's really difficult. I, I, I never struggled with that in my life. It was always my safe place, my, my sometimes my hiding. As a player, as a coach, you are allowed during these 90 odd minutes to, to focus just on that. And it was impossible, it was absolutely impossible to do that. Um, so it was clear we have, we have to give the game an extra sense. And it was fighting for Lucho. And then the boys pulled out the shirt and I was not 100% prepared for that, to be honest. It was really touching, um, but wonderful as well. So, yeah, that's it. Liverpool have only suffered one defeat so far this season. And that, of course, was in extremely controversial circumstances down at Tottenham. Jurgen Klopp was asked, where, where does he see room for improvement considering the excellent results his team keep on putting together? So we, we had a lot of strange games, let me say like this, where we 10 men, fight back, um, turn it around, these kind of things. Um, controlling a game was not that often necessary. <laughs> so 2-0 uh, up um, is, a, is, a, is a situation and being in, actually completely dominant in a game and then um, stay in the game, keep the ball moving, stay compact, don't give them any kind of counter-attacks, corner kicks and that's the moment. But you might remember three, four years ago, I don't know exactly when, maybe longer, um, when we all of a sudden became slightly better, more dominant and then had to had lead, were in the lead at home, were leading. And then always came under pressure, like one hill up meant nothing. Um, everybody thought, oh my God, one hill, 10 minutes to go. Uh, we were all um, halfway, saw the equalizer coming. And that's a, that's a situation you have to you have to grow into. And the boys show obviously wonderful signs in, in all aspects, in all aspects, really. Um, but that's now something we have to learn as well, again, because the key, key positions are obviously different position by, by occupied by different players in that time pretty much everywhere up front midfield last line 
yeah, if you want, is then Verge and Trent. And more, obviously, yeah. There's a three and Ali. So four players and all the rest is around. Um, is slightly different. So that's why space for improvement. Creating without taking, without losing the compactness is pretty much the, the idea behind. If you have to chase the game, it's obviously a completely different task. Um, if it's an open game, different task. But if you are really in control, why should not stay in control? The last five minutes, I think, before half time, all of a sudden we were a bit too deep and they just could chip the ball there. One one situation, we won the one one situation, but it was anyway a corner or a throw-in, which is, by the way, pretty much the same for Nottingham. Um, and these are moments where we have to we have to improve, clear. Um, and in, in, in creative things, you always can improve. That's always possible because the boys have obviously a lot of potential, so um, we have to use it um, fully. And finally, Jurgen Klopp was asked about the performance of Alexis McAllister. I touched upon it a little bit earlier that I thought that was probably the Argentinian's most complete display for Liverpool so far and uh, Klopp was asked whether there were promising signs of, of McAllister really getting to grips with that holding midfield position. It's obviously not really a discussion we have, otherwise we wouldn't play him there, obviously. Um, yeah, but I think today everybody could see the benefit of a, of a, 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 a player who comes rather from the offensive side of the game than from the other side. Um, in, a, in a game where you have to create things, where you have to pass, where you have to switch sides, where, and that's how it is then, because not all the ball reached the target. Eh? So, but if, if you try something in, in tight spaces, that's completely normal. I have no problem at all with um, losing balls around the box, because that's where we should be then for counter press and these kind of things. So that can happen. I'm really pleased for him, but, and a lot of defensive top moments, eh? really. Killed the counter, stuff like this was really there. He's good in these things. That's why that's why we play him there. In one one situation, really good. And we have to make sure as a team that the bases are really small in these moments. And we can do that with the eights, with the wingers and the, and the center strikers as well. And we can do that with center halves to defend into midfield in these moments. So and then we have just a really creative player in the center of the park, together with Trent in in some moments, obviously, which is helpful. Very helpful. All right, Reds, Andy here, just back from Anfield after watching Liverpool stroll to a comfortable 3-0 victory over Nottingham Forest. Bit of an on-event second half, uh, Liverpool did the damage in the first half. That's the way you want some own games to go, you don't want them all to be uh, you know, blood and thunder and anxious and nervy as, as you get closer to the end. It was nice for Liverpool to sort of have the game wrapped up when they walked off at half-time and you know, it was just about managing the game from that point. But yeah, it was... Uh, an interesting game because I think Nottingham Forest were a little bit hamstrung by the lack of options up front. I think when they came to Anfield last season, they, they sort of, you know, one year was a, a really important target man that they can look to counter off, and they didn't have that today. They, they, they had a Langer who, who sort of spends most of his time offside um, in, in the first half, and, and Liverpool were able to dominate and, and control the play, and there was a lot of, you know, really nice moves. And I think Alexis McAllister particularly stood out, and I think you can see what what he can bring in that number six role, particularly in possession. I thought some of his passes, he really punched them through the lines to to both Gavin Birch and, and Sir Bosley particularly. You were picking up really good pockets of space and just one of them where Liverpool couldn't quite get it right when they got around the box. But he eventually got the goal. Milo looked like he was uh, trying to attempt one of his uh, his mazy runs, uh, which got a lot of a lot of traction that he, he did against Palace 
and it didn't work this time and Liverpool attacked and were, were ruthless with it. Finished the first one off, Jota scored and thought Salas could have played Jota in. Uh, he went with Nunes, Nunes took the shot and it, and in the end it, it finished at Jota's feet, which is the main thing. And the second goal was, was probably an even better move. So Bozlai, a really good run again and then put it on a play for Nunes. And while Nunes, we all know, likes uh, <laughs> to miss a city here and there, he didn't make any mistake with this one. I think it would have been impossible to miss, but you never know with Darwin Nunes. Another really good performance from from a lot of players, really. There wasn't really anyone who you thought had a particularly poor game. We thought Liverpool, you know, handled what Forrest was trying to do pretty well. This second half was a bit of a strange one, I think. I, I think the problem was Liverpool were a little bit too ponderous in possession because they had the advantage, because Forrest were playing dead, essentially. They weren't really making many inroads and it did just become a little bit slow and, and pedestrian. And, and I think the problem was Liverpool went necessarily looking to try and score. Uh, it was a lot more just keep the ball and and eventually that can lead to a bit of carelessness, a few mistakes. And I think there was frustrations at times when the safe option, if you like, was, was taken with a short pass rather than, you know, trying to play it forward. And you can understand that because Forrest were were wanting to catch Liverpool on the on the counter attack the entire game. So you don't want to leave yourself open to, you know, giving them an opportunity. You remember I remember watching, you know, the Arsenal Forest game right at the start of the season where Arsenal essentially it was the same type of game. Arsenal were very comfortable, but they gave Forest that one chance, what goes two one and then suddenly it, the game changed completely and you know Liverpool were trying basically to avoid that. And you gotta remember this is a very still a very new team, still trying to work out and figure out how to manage games. And you know, they they still got through it. Um they, they had the third in a goal that pretty much summed up the Forest goalkeeper turn his afternoon. Um they had a Bit of a nightmare from start to finish. He, he struggled to stay on his feet. Looked nervous with the ball at his feet. You know, a couple of uh, interesting saves. He didn't really cover himself in glory at all. And particularly for that third goal. And, and Mo Salah rolls it in and, you know, just gets on the score sheet. Overall, it was just a really impressive performance. And, and Liverpool kept their heads. And at a time when, you know, for Lewis Diaz in particular with, with what's going on, obviously would have would have rocked and, and still is rocking him. But, you know, the, it would have, you know, had an impact on the entire team as well because of the closeness and the togetherness of the group. And I think um, it was shown when, when Jota scores and opens the scoring. I think it's, I think he, you know, he, he took Diaz's place because I think, it, I think Diaz would have played all being well and he went over to the bench and, and showed the shirt and it shows the unity of the team. And, you know, hopefully that, that situation resolves itself in a positive way. And Liverpool, you know, when when they had to manage to focus on the game and got the business done and another three points on the board and another three goals as well. Uh, the goals keep flowing. All three forwards got on. That started, got on, on the score sheet and Cody Gakpo nearly did at the end as well. A, a clean sheet as well. You know, Forrest did come back into it a little bit late on and hit the bar with a, a shot that I think, you know, the in, the entire ground it sort of woke them up with the, with the force and the power of it. But another clean sheet as well, and, and that's all positive, and, and then everything continues to move in a, a positive direction, and and that's the main thing on the pitch, and, and long may it continue. So that's it from us here. I'm off home for plenty more match reaction. Check out The Athletic. I'll be back alongside Tony and the rest of the team for Tuesday's Walk On podcast. Thanks for joining me, and we'll catch you again soon. The Athletic.